0: What's up, everybody? I'm Ben It's sitting here, as always, with Storm Povacils,
1: and this is Paper Thin Thoughts. We short-sighted, blood-vised, thought-provoking dimwits speak our truths on trending topics that we experience in our daily lives. And this week, we were in front of a live studio audience, which was kind of fun. And we cool. had
0: the amazing, incredible, uh, I mean, I'm just speechless with how great this is. Uh, and all the help that she's given us over the years we really appreciate everything she's done everything she's done to boost our careers with this podcast and you know everything else she's taught us uh it's been a really fun experience this is the first of our couple conclusion episodes to conclude paper thought season two uh so stay tuned over the next couple weeks to Look out for that, and then we are beyond excited to get ready with season three of Paper Thin Thoughts. That name is very creative, and it is coming right to you. So please stay tuned. And without further ado, joy our conversation with the wonderful Miss Jen Horn. We are here with Miss Jen Horn who is the catalyst for all of our podcast success, she is an English and public speaking teacher here at Charlottesville High School, has been doing so since 2007. She was the Golden Apple Award winner in 2016. And to quote our very own Soren Povasils on March 20th, 2023, she is cool and chill and deserves to win a Grammy and why not an Oscar on top too. Ms. Horn, thank you so much.
2: <laughs> thank Thank you so much for having me.
0: I actually said that. <laughs> yeah, you said that. Wow.
2: Oh, chill. Wow, Thanks, <laughs>
0: oh,
2: wow. Wow, Soren.
0: Thanks, man. Wow. Ms. Horn, we'll start off with the reason we're all here today. What has paper thin Thoughts and podcasting as a whole meant to you and to your class and to your life thus far?
2: Wow. Okay. I think your amazing podcast and podcasting in general has just given another platform for student voice and for students being self-advocates and having agency over what they want to talk about and what they think is interesting, what they think is important. And I think that's missing from so much in education is that piece. Like there's this idea that teachers and instructors are just going to lay out this amazing buffet of things that you're going to love so much. When really it's better if um, you guys, it's, it's more like a potluck.
0: Yeah. So what, how did the idea of doing a podcast, because last year was your first year. Last year was our year in your class. How did that idea
2: Okay, well, I started listening to podcasts, duh. You know, like, podcasts are so cool. And I started listening to something I loved. And then I hooked up with the incredible Mr. Stipe, who was like, yeah, I do podcasts. Yeah, also, I'm also interested in students having some agency and doing some real-world things at CHS. And, um we just kind of had a brain baby together and uh, what we, <laughs> we we just, we just, uh, we just figured it out. And you know, I'd say something he'd say, yeah. And then he'd say something and I'd be like, Oh, that sounds like a good idea. And then you guys came in, yep. you guys were like, we want to do this thing. And we were at, both at able first, to say First yeah. Last
0: year it was a little bit of a rocky process. We had to, you know, for the first of anything, there were a lot of trials, a lot of misses, a lot of hits, but you know, it it wasn't a big operation for a lot of the time. And, you know, that's how we learned to grow. And that's how Paper Thin Thoughts kind of came about. So what has um the evolution of Paper Thin Thoughts from the beginning of the year, maybe even from last year to now, May of 2023, meant to you? And what have you seen through it um, in the school?
2: Oh, okay. Well, I, the evolution, I, I also have to like step back and give you, Ben, like... Remember last year, you like edited everybody's everything. Like here you are graduating and finishing up your stuff. And you were like, yeah, let me just edit everything. So I think that just workhorseness ness um, is, it was so incredible. How Paper Thin Thoughts has evolved through the year. Um, I, I can't tell you how much just listening to you guys grow has meant. From the early days of Paper Thin Thoughts, when it felt kind of, you know, just the give and take. And the questioning and yeah. the, it was just a little bit rougher to now when it sounds like a freaking professional podcast, and you just write things, to ask, and you know like when to cut somebody off, and um, yeah, it's it has gone from being something in its early stages to professional in like a year. It's yeah. amazing.
0: And as we, as Soren and I, continue this through the summer, and as Paper Thin Thoughts goes to college, what do you look for? uh, in, in, in this and what do you look for? Um, what do you kind of see us doing in the future?
2: Okay. First, I didn't know Paper Thin Thoughts was going to college. I am so excited that Paper (laughs) Thin Thoughts is going to college. What would I look for? Um, gosh, uh, here's what I like about Paper Thoughts. You know, it started completely insularly here in CHS. It was all about CHS and teachers and life here. And now you've branched out and you're interviewing people in the community. And as much, as much fun as it will be to hear you guys' perspectives on college and your different colleges and what's going on, I imagine you finding things in Richmond that are wicked cool and things in Harrisonburg that are cool and things that are not even in Richmond or Harrisonburg that would be cool to look at. So I'm just going to look to be surprised.
0: Yeah. And last thing on podcasting, what do you look for this medium as a whole to be at CHS and in your class in the future? And how are you going to integrate it into public speaking? And, you know, are you looking for more people to do independent studies, things like that?
2: Yes, definitely. I think Finn's going to do an independent study next year in, po- in uh, podcasting. Am I right? Oh, they're not here. But I think so. Oh, right there. Yeah. So that's continuing. And I mean, anybody else who wants to, I think it's a great idea. I think for next year, I'd like to get going, if Mr. Stipe is cool with this, with podcasts even a little bit earlier, so that if, people, if it wants to continue through the year, it can. If people wanna do second episodes or third episodes, they could. If people wanna help with the editing, they can and learn that, they can. So I think it, I'll probably put it earlier in the year. And I'm just looking for podcasting to be one more really important way for students to have a voice and do something real world here at CHS.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to touch on your personal life a little bit. First thing is uh, you've lived in dozens of places around the world in your lifetime. Uh, Which is your favorite, first of all, and what what brought you there and what made you leave?
2: Well, dozens, that's a lot. (laughs) I don't know that I've lived in dozens of places. Uh, Where's my favorite place? I don't know, gosh. Uh, see it like like you like different places in your life at different times, yeah, like Charlottesville has awesome for me. I love this high school, mm-hmm. I love this town, um, but when I was in it, I would urge anybody in their twenties to live in a big city, like living in Atlanta in my twenties stop That was so <laughs> fun. It was so fun, yeah, everybody in their twenties should live in a big city. It was wicked fun, um, and Hawaii was okay. I mean, it's just a weird time in my life, but uh, I will say snorkeling.
1: Yeah. Snorkeling's pretty fun. Did you ever do scuba diving?
2: I haven't scubaed yet because I didn't need to in Hawaii. Yeah. Like, in Hawaii, you can snorkel and be cool. You see everything you need to see snorkeling, so I didn't ever get my certification someday.
1: I personally did not like scuba diving that much, mostly because I have a really odd build. I'm really skinny but tall, so the wetsuits didn't work and i had to wear two wetsuits and i still got cold so definitely if like i know ben's gone scuba diving ben do you have any i thought scuba diving was
0: awesome um it's a whole new thing like you have to learn how to breathe and and you have to learn just you know it's not swimming it's not it's a totally different thing and you see the ocean from a different perspective and i think it's awesome but at the same time, there's a place for snorkeling and there's a place for just swimming. And I think all of them are awesome. But I really enjoyed scuba diving.
2: I want to do it someday, yeah. for sure. I just, it just didn't feel like I needed to in Hawaii because snorkeling's so awesome there.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And what parts of a big city does it make sense for a person in their 20s to live in? What, what were some highlights for you? What? Uh,
2: what do you mean? Like, there's everything to do. Like, the city doesn't sleep. Like, when you're in your 20s, You're having a blast. I mean, you can go out to seven different clubs on seven different nights. There's live music all the time. Any kind of dancing you want to do, you can do it. Um, Any kind of food you want to eat, yeah, cool. Any kind of people you want to meet, they're there.
1: And the fashion.
2: Oh, wow, yeah. Um, The fashion is all over the place. The thrifting in a big city, my goodness gracious. Um, You can get so much great stuff for cheap um it's just it's colorful and fun and it's just for me at least I would imagine for most people in their 20s just the pace of your life is like bam 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 yeah and a city's got that matches that pace um so there was museums music I mean there's just so much going on
1: and moving on to some things that you're still doing today which are or include comedy mostly stand-up do you have any horror stories or bad experiences that you've had that you would like to share with us?
2: Sure. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I can. Also, tonight is my first show for my all new, all female improv group. We're called Your Mom. Nice. And tonight nice. is our first show at the Southern. So if you want to come see your mom at the Southern, this is probably going to go out later. But sorry you missed it because we're going to be awesome. That is um, awesome. Yeah, we are Your Mom. Uh, <laughs> okay, great. my horror story. Okay, you guys. My. The first improv show I ever did that my dad came to see mm-hmm. was when I was in college. I was at JMU, and I was in an improv group called Cilia, spelled like Cilia, sign, like science Cilia, like in your cells. But mm-hmm. we're so yeah, we were so clever. Anyway, Cilia was performing at the Roanoke Comedy Club, and my dad had a conference in Roanoke, so my dad was like, "Oh, I'm gonna come see you do the, your your comedy." And that is, um sitting at a table himself and next to him are a table of um very drunk very drunk like you know southern gentlemen not gentlemen anyway they're next to my dad and I got on stage and I was emceeing and I stood up there and I was like hey everybody I'm saying something and the guy sitting right next to my dad said Take off your clothes. Oh. And I was like, ha, <laughs> And my dad, my dad is sitting there. My dad's like, <sighs> you know how in like Fred Flintstone, like the stuff comes out of his ears? Mm-hmm. Like that's happening. my dad is like getting s- so mad. And then I was like, ha, <laughs> ha, OK, moving on. So for this next thing, I need a suggestion. You guys, what I just said was the most appropriate thing those gentlemen said. Oh. It went down from there and they were sitting right next to my dad. The point that my oh. father, I'm trying to comedy, my dad stands up, he's wearing a business suit. <laughs> Judge Horn stands up and he looks at those men and he doesn't say anything, but he starts like shaking <laughs> his finger. Like he's like shaking at a bad dog or a kid and he's going furious and he's just shaking his finger and the guys are like, Oh heck, I don't know what's going on. Um, that was that's my heart. That was like I didn't know what to do. Wow,
1: was it just like embarrassing?
2: It was really embarrassing and also dangerous. It just felt like danger had come into a fun space, and that and it wasn't fun anymore.
1: Wow. Well, speaking of stuff that's fun, your class you have a ton of units. (laughs) Are there any units that are? are Great transition.
0: (laughs) Great transition.
1: (laughs) Are there any units that each year just super looking forward to, like itching to do that you just can't wait? And what are those, like, kind of, kind of those top units?
2: Wow. Um, you know, I love storytelling. Like, podcasting is just another form of storytelling. We all need to tell stories way more. Like, I, I wish we could do storytelling. I wish the year was so much longer and we had so much more time and we could just do storytelling more often. Um, and I love the admin breakfast. Oh, yeah. This yep. year, I'm so pleased that our administration, I'm so pleased that we worked our activism past the point of the breakfast. Yeah, All the students had one-on-one meetings with admin, um, and came into the classroom to talk to students. And then just last week, we had people from Charlottesville United for Education to come and talk about the students' issues. That's so so cool. I think that's pretty wicked.
0: That's awesome. And what have the public speaking classes, since you've come here, what have they meant to Charlottesville High School and the community as a whole? And why has it been important for you to keep them going and to start them in the first place?
2: Um, again, it's a student outlet for voice. It is one of the only classes in the building where you have a true mix of students, where you have students who are taking seven AP classes and students who may never take an AP class, and that's fine. And everybody has this, you know, common ground of being terrified of speaking in front of like, there's, speaking creates this common ground. And some of my best speakers have been students who don't excel in other areas of school, but they're amazing speakers. And um, so I think that's great. It mixes together nine, 10, 11, and 12. And so you have all these grades mixing together. Um, I don't know. And it's a, it's a place where we can have a true community as opposed to some class where we all just sit and get on our laptops and move in isolation for
1: sure yeah
0: uh what's a uh, prodding public speaking that you haven't done in a while but you're looking to bring back that you really enjoyed doing and are itching to do it again
2: okay well can I talk about one that I haven't done yet please but, but I think could Go be kind it. of cool so in the past I have done something where like students showed a sport and it could have been chess or it could be hockey or it could be um, you know, curling. I don't care. Some sport that you're into, they have to announce it. So they're playing it silently, but they have to be the announcer. So I was thinking of what if we started with that, but then students actually could have an opportunity to announce at CHS sporting events, especially public speaking to students. Um, So, you know, if you're a young man and you play soccer could you announce at the girls soccer game if you're a young woman and you play soccer could you announce at the boys soccer game and why not like uh, you are, probably know the sport better than the announcers anyway
1: yeah like are you talking about like live yeah yeah
2: because um, i know ben does like the i've names, done it it's a
1: lot of fun the okay. names um, and like who scores but are you talking about like this person pat ball and then all that type of stuff yeah
2: yeah yeah, I'm talking about like actually having, and you could play it on the sports channel, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah. our, whatever, what's it called? That you can watch the sports while they're going on.
0: Oh, I don't know if we have that. You know I don't know about? if we're cool enough to have that.
2: We do, don't Live we? Live streaming? Don't we? Don't. We? don't isn't don't there a know. place where I can watch the sports if I can't go to the sports?
0: Facebook Live.
2: Yeah, there is a something. I know there's a we something. We have
0: an audience answer. What is it? There is. Do you know what it's called?
2: Yeah, there's a link on the Black Knight sporting page, and you can get there, and you can watch live stream of a bunch of things. And how fun would it be if, like, you guys were like, okay, great, now, here, oh, what's that? Oh, you know, because...
0: <laughs> yeah, play-by-play.
2: Play-by-play, because part of why I love watching sports, uh, like, like, one of the few things I like to watch on TV um, is the announcing.
0: It, the legendary, yes. Oh, the
2: announcing can be fabulous and so entertaining. Yeah. So that's something I'd like to maybe do next year.
0: Yep. Uh, Okay, now we'll get into the rapid-fire questions. Answer this with the first thing that comes to your mind. Should be fun. Uh, Very first thing. If you could listen to only one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Beethoven. Best pizza topping.
2: Buffalo chicken.
1: Favorite bathroom to use in CHS.
0: (laughs) Why did
2: you write that? The faculty bathroom by the um, foreign language loop. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Le- least favorite color to wear in your daily outfits. you're a fashion Yellow. person.: Yellow.: Ooh. Student that you taught over five years ago that you missed teaching the most.:
2: Um that's hard.
1: <clears throat> Any student. Wait, over five years ago—that's so hard. Over five years ago.
2: What? I'm what? just trying to think. Or okay, any so student the, in
1: general. The past five.
2: Uh, I, I miss everybody. I, okay, I, that's
0: that's fine. Every student. No answer. Uh, best Ravens memory. <gasps>
2: uh, best Ravens memory. Okay, I was there for one of Ray Lewis's last at-home games, and I don't know if you know how Ray Lewis used to come on the field with like. <sighs> He does this dance, and everybody knew it was one of his last home games, like one of his two last home games. Y'all, I've never been anywhere that was that hype and on fire. Ray Lewis came out and did his dance. Like, I got goosebumps. I think I maybe levitated. <laughs> I think maybe we all kind of raised up off the ground. The cheering was so loud, and it went on so long, and the whole all the stands were shaking, like – I've never experienced anything like it. I really seriously thought maybe I was levitating.
0: Most aggravating thing about working in the public school system for so long?
2: Um, (laughs) that, um, students aren't listened to more.
0: Best thing
1: about working in the public school system for so long? Students. If there was an ice cream flavor that represented you, what would it be called and what would it taste like?
2: Oh, it would be called, um, uh, It would be called. um, Oh, God bless America. Um, It would. Okay. Oh, oh. It would be the nicey spicy, and it would have um, something sweet in it, like maybe raspberry, and then it would have been spicy, like ghost pepper.
0: Uh, Okay, with a vanilla base or what? A chocolate base. Vanilla base. I'd try that, I guess. Um, With maybe
2: no, but with some chocolate chunks in it as well. Okay. Just so on mic, I can say chunk because it's one of my favorite words. It's chunky.
0: I think somebody needs to make that. (laughs) Favorite topic that a student has done a project and/or presentation on.
2: Oh wow, Um, I had a student do a speech about um, how to steal clothes off the rack at Belk (laughs) and it was like it was and he straight faced it the whole time he straight faced it and it was so hilarious and informative I couldn't even breathe I was laughing so hard it was hilarious but it was also very informative and so if you need to know how to steal clothes off the racks at Belk that that's that one sticks in my head so hard
1: did you ever lament his education on you
2: no I did not I don't steal
1: favorite celebrity catchphrase
2: um, my favorite celebrity, um, I guess, I guess, I, I know this is coming from me saying chonky, but, um, I do like James Brown, Ain't It Funky Now.
0: Favorite catchphrases of yours, <laughs> or one that you use most often?
2: Cool beans.
1: Yep. And final question, do you like cats? No. Okay.
2: <laughs> Care to light on that?
1: Worst experience.
2: I have a cat currently. It's my husband's cat. Um, we are a blended family. And um, you know, I he came to the blended family with the, the cat that's like a hundred years old. And she does she just won't die. But <laughs> she is I mean, she's a jerk. She like doesn't <laughs> let the dog drink his water. She like lays on his bowl so he can't mm. drink his water, and she, she has this horrible laugh. She goes like, "Hey," that's what she sounds like, and she does it incessantly. Hey, hey, all night, all day. Um, yeah, she's a nightmare. Wow. I'm sorry, but do, no, she's she's nice. <laughs> Just in case his, my husband does this cat have a name? Yes, Meralda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, I guess we'll end it with the one question that we ask every single person that comes on the show, and that is, what is a great piece of advice that someone has given you, and you would like to share with everyone listening? Share with the world. You're a great piece of advice giver.
2: <laughs> um, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle.
0: Amazing. Well, Ms. Horn from Soren and for myself, thank you so much for everything. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, thank you for giving us the leeway to do Paper Thin Thoughts. Uh, it's been one of the best projects we've done and we're really excited to keep it going. And yeah, Soren. Thank you.
2: Thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you and I can't wait to listen to Paper Thin Thoughts go to college. Oh my God. Season
0: three coming out this summer. <laughs> That's so cool.
1: Welcome back to the highlights, everybody. Ben, what are your thoughts on that intriguing and well timed and live audience and fun and comedic and fun interview in this one?
0: I'm appreciative of Miss Horn for taking the time, not just today, but throughout the past few years of, you know, really supporting us and giving us the resources we need to succeed with this show and everything that comes with it. So, you know, appreciate Miss Horn, everything that we've done in her class, uh, really value that time and that experience, that knowledge. So just grateful and excited.
1: Yeah. Ben, do you have a tweet of the week? I know you deleted Twitter after I've deleted Twitter after many months. And so
0: we're on the internet now. This is still a tweet though. This is a tweet from somebody with the username at J Z U X, whose name is Trash Jones. I don't know, if that's her name. Uh, from May 6th, 2023. Mm. And they say, I need to know who Uber drivers are always on the phone with. This is what I go in the category of Hashtag relatable because yeah, every time sure. I'm in an Uber, which is not very often, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, you know they're always busy, busy, busy. Or every time I see you know an Uber in a movie or a video or whatever, you know Uber drivers are busy and I, I have good a, for them,
1: honestly. I have a, I think I could, I have an idea of why they're always on the phone. Mo- like most people, there's some people that don't like talking to people. Yeah. So if they're on the phone, then they don't have to. If they're on the phone with someone they know. Maybe they just call them for fun. If they're on the phone with someone they know, it avoids awkward conversation with someone like a, with someone or like a random person just sitting in their back seat. Like, it could be awkward. You might not want to talk to someone that you're giving a ride and they're paying you, and they just go on the phone to their friend if they feel comfortable. So I think that could be it, or they're talking to like an Uber advisor of stuff they're doing badly.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, good for them always being busy and
1: having something just to sociable. do. Yeah. I think Uber is a perfect job if you just need some Uber extra cash because yeah. you just clock in, you find a ride, you give them a ride, and you get your money. And then it's just instant, just for like sure, that. For sure. For sure. All right, guess who said it, Ben? This quote is, okay, following some trends for our Miss Horn interview. She did stand-up, so I researched a quote from some stand-up comedians, and I got a quote that is either from Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. Do you know both of these people? Big fans. Perfect. Here's a quote. You can only offend me if you mean something to me. Now, Ben, is that Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock? Ooh.
0: Both of them have written some very offensive jokes. Yes. But I'm going to go with my first gut instinct, which is Dave Chappelle. You're locking that in? Locking that
1: in. Just a gut instinct. Okay. Okay. Ben, you're wrong. That was my Gosh, man Chris Rock it. who caught a slap from Will Smith. He did. Yeah, he. I bet he felt that one. I bet he, he felt know, that one. He didn't know Will Smith. So, Ben, the, continue with the streak, I'm pretty sure you lost last time. Or oh, maybe you I'm won. I'm a loser. Actually, I feel like you won last time. I'm just time. a loser in general. Yeah, you've lost a lot more than you've won, so your track record does not surprise me still. So, Soren, speaking
0: of stand-up comedy, which, you know, We talked about With Miss Horn and comedy in general, which was great. And one of the best mediums and one of the best feelings that person can have is to laugh, right? If necessary. Yeah, and people laughing at what you say. Everybody just likes to laugh. Yeah. It's, It's important to live. So my point is that over this past weekend, I saw Kevin Hart perform live. And it was an incredible show. But my quick question of the week to you is, mm-hmm. which comedian would you like to see live or what what's your favorite comedian, period?
1: So a comedian I'd like to see live would be Will Burr. Ooh. I think he's very good. He's got some parts in movies that have always been funny. Some serious. I think he was in The Mandalorian. And he was pretty good in there. But yeah, I, I like Will Burr. He's pretty I'd say he's raunchy, I guess, but not over the top. One thing I don't like about comedians is they think it's to be loud, Will Burr is pretty loud. I think he works with it well. I go with Will Burr, Ben. What are you thinking? I don't know. Obviously, is, you've seen Chris. This is
0: tough. Or, I saw Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin which Hart was awesome. You know, doesn't get much better than Kevin Hart mm-hmm. in terms of comedic actors and everything like that. So, you know, this is a really tough decision for me. I'm not. I'm not really sure. So, I'll get back to you on that one. Hmm, let me. Let me try to help you think.
1: Who's a good comedian? Ooh. I think that you, I think you actually like Dave Chappelle.
0: Yeah. I mean, all movie. of these big comedians, they would all put on a great show. Yeah. One that has been popping up recently and has been doing a bunch of shows is Ahsan Minhaj, uh, who I think is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know a ton of specifics, but, you know, just on Instagram from time to time, I see cool stand-up comedy clips, and it's fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Ben, would you ever do stand-up comedy? <laughs>
1: Sounds like fun. It sounds like nerve-wracking, but it definitely sounds like a lot of fun. Do you think that would be like a good uh fantasy forfeit? You just have to force your friend that to do would. a night of stand-up?
0: A good fantasy football loser.
1: And you have to give them the cards. Like, what's it say? Oh, my god! That, that would be so be much perfect. fun. Unless you're the loser. All right, but- well, you know where I'll be next year. Yeah, VCU. No, on a stand-up comedy stage. Really? Because <laughs> I'll lose. Oh, true. I do actually want to see you do some stand up that would be pretty funny. I think well, you just start. Maybe Paper Thin Thoughts goes on the road. Paper Thin Thoughts stands up. How about that?
0: Paper Thin Thoughts stands up. All right, Paper Thin Thoughts it. stands
1: up for themselves. Bang. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. This has been the Thin Thoughts podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. And leave a rating and a question that could potentially be answered in a following episode. As always, I'm Soren Povasils, accompanied by Ben Rikosh. Keep up the thin thoughts and stay tuned for next week's episode and the following because ETT Season 3 Summer is coming out soon. Paper Thin Thoughts is produced by the Shawsville High School
0: Podcasting Network. Executive producers are Jen Holt and Dave Stipe. Senior producers are Ben Rikosh and Soren Povasils. This episode was edited and mixed by Dave Stipe and Bekosh. Music is produced and created thanks to Jacob Lightborn, Ms. Waters, and the entire CHS music production team. Thank you to Mr. Rashad Pitt and the rest of the CHS faculty and staff for the support. PTT out.